Hello and welcome back. It's been a few weeks and apologies, but as you can hear from a little bit of the wind in the background, I am Nick and I'm walking as I talk on my way to the cinema to see something else. So today I'm on my way to go and see a film I've wanted to see for uh, a fair while now actually. Um, I went to see the trailer for it last year. It's uh, a Clint Eastwood film called Richard Jewell. I um, I quite like Clint Eastwood's films, but I've not watched all of uh, his directed films. In fact, I think the last one I may have watched was actually Grand Torino, um, which was a good film actually. I did, I did like Grand Torino. Um, I never got a chance to see the mule last year, and but this one, the story interested me. It's based on a true story about somebody called Richard Jewell, and I don't remember much about this person. I remember the incident happening, but I don't remember this uh, this person. I don't think the media were kind of. Um, pushing it like they were obviously in the US. So I don't think it was probably quite as well known uh, as, uh, as he was in, uh, in the States. So yeah, it's, uh, I like going to see films like this because it helps me understand a bit more about uh, a true event. So I, I appreciate there's going to be some dramatic license. It is what it is, right? But yeah, and uh, I like the lead actor as well, um, Paul Hauser. I think it's his name. I'll tell you after I've seen it. <laughs> when his name pops up properly, but he um, he was in oh, what's that? Itonia. That's the film. Uh, he was in Itonia as one of the side characters and was, was excellent. So, um, yeah, it's got a good supporting cast. They were talking of it being like a, an Oscar favourite, but I don't think it really made any kind of impact to the Oscars. So not in the big categories anyway. Um, but, uh, yes, that's what I'm on my way to see. But I've seen a few things outside of that. And so there's the main one. Is, uh, is Parasite by Boon Joon-ho. I think I've... Uh, Bong Joon-ho, Jesus. Walking and reading at the same time. Um, he's uh, a South Korean director who has made a few things like uh, Snowpiercer, which I am really late in seeing because it didn't have a proper UK release. I think it is currently on Amazon Prime, so I can finally get a chance to see it. Um, and I think it's called Oju or Oku. It was a film on Netflix um, that came out a few years ago. But he's a director which is very well regarded anyway. And um, this is a, a South Korean. I suppose, I suppose it's like a, a black comedy, really, if you break it down. But I've been hearing a lot about Parasite for a long time. It done really well at Cannes last year. 
Uh, obviously, it was the first film to be nominated for Best Picture and Best Foreign Language uh, Feature as well. Uh, first time it's ever happened in the Oscars history. So there was a lot of hype about it going in. And I've been trying to see it for ages. I can't believe it got so delayed in the UK. But in fact, actually, in fact, it doesn't even come out in the UK until the 7th of February. So when I record this episode, it's still not got a proper UK release. Well, I went to a preview screening of it and uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I hadn't seen any trailers. I hadn't really read any reviews. So I didn't know what to expect with this film. But... Um, I really, really enjoyed it. It's, uh, it's, it's unique. I think it's the, the best way of saying it. I, I can't think of anything else I've seen that has a story quite like it. It's uh, exciting filmmaking. And uh, I get the hype. So, um, I don't know how it's going to do the Oscars. It's definitely going to win best. Well, I can't go and tell you this, but I'll be shocked who doesn't win the... Uh, Best, language, uh, best foreign language. Um, out of that top 10 list, it's probably my first or second choice to win the main picture category, but um, you, you never know. But I can't see it winning both, but it is uh, a special film, so go and see that. And then uh, another film which got delayed in coming out because Netflix has cut a deal to to release it is uh, Uncut Gems by the Safdie brothers Josh and Benny Safdie uh, and starring Adam Sandler and again I didn't know too much about this film going in I tried to avoid uh, spoilers uh, people were talking about it being Adam Sandler's career best performance and were tipping him to get an Oscar nomination for the role, which uh, which didn't happen. It got a limited release in, in the UK because it was coming out on Netflix at the end of January. So I didn't get a chance to see it at the cinema, but it's now streaming on Netflix and I believe the deal is for it to be um, streamed on US Netflix within the next uh, few months. But uh, it's still out in the US cinemas. Again, it's a film I, I knew nothing about, as I said, so uh, you know, and I really recommend it with a film like this because um, you, you, you won't know where the story's going. Uh, you know, I, I believe the hype in Adam Sandler and his attempt, not his attempt, but the, the talk of him getting nominated for an Oscar because he is great in it. He really is good. Um, He's, he's a very interesting and complex character. The, the use of the musical score in this is very interesting. It doesn't really remind me of anything of recent times. I watched it with my wife and she said that she thought it reminded her of a very 80s kind of vibe with the way that the score was used. Um, but it's tense, very, very tense. So, that's my only thing, that's my only kind of warning to you, if you're not good about uh, films giving you anxiety, just, just be prepared. 
but uh, it's an excellent film. It, as I said, it's now streaming on Netflix worldwide, except the US. So you've kind of got no excuse to not see this film. And uh, yeah, Uncut Gems and Parasite both really worth your time. So, but try and go in as clean as you can for both of them. I think it'll pay dividends. I mean, I think, you know, that's, that's the argument of a lot of films, but it's almost impossible. And also, with the amount of films coming out, you know, traders can give you a good idea on if you think it's a film that uh, you would like to see. Uh, I probably wouldn't be wanting to see Richard Jewell if I hadn't seen the trailer. So, but it, uh, the trailer doesn't really give anything away, I don't think. As I've got no idea how the story's going to go, so... I could be wrong, maybe what I've seen in the trailer is a story, but I'm pretty sure it's not. So, there you go. Right, I'm about halfway there now, so I'm going to stop recording and I will continue recording after I've seen Richard Jewell by Clint Eastwood. So, I'll speak to you, uh, I'll speak to them. And I'm back. And I've just come out of uh, Rich Jewel, the uh, Clint Eastwood biopic, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I say I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think that's my catchphrase. I say I really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's. I, I really enjoyed it. It is a good film. It's also a very uh, frustrating film that stressed me out and made me angry. Um, the last time I felt like that, and this is a really good recommendation if you've never seen it, there's a uh, mini-series on Netflix called When They See Us, which is about the Central Park Five, um, a crime that took place in uh, 1989, I think, and um, focuses on similar situation, ish similar situation, in that um, falsely accused. Um, that program is far more anger-inducing than Richard Jewell, but this is um, the most angry I've been at a film for quite a while in just kind of like perversions of justice. Um, Paul Walter Hauser, so I was almost right with Paul Hauser earlier, um, plays the eponymous character. Um, as I said, he's, he's a character actor who's been he had quite a, a big sporting role in Itonia. Feels a little typecast. <laughs> Character seems pretty similar to the one in Itonia, in that it is somebody who um, is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, kind of wants to, you know, do well and have a nice life, but got some issues there and. Um, it focuses on the uh, Atlanta bombings during the Summer Olympics and uh, he finds the bomb and helps get people away from it before it explodes but then he's accused of being the person who um, did the bomb and I don't want to I mean look it's a true story you might know what happened with it or not I don't really want to spoil it here because I I knew how this film was going to end 
but I didn't read into specifics of, of how it ended. So I think that's a really good way of going into it. If you don't know the story of Richard Jewell, don't read too much into it before you go and see it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Paul Tehauser is a really good um, character actor. So that's two performances of his now that I've really enjoyed. Um, so he's one to kind of look out for, I think. Um, the supporting cast is great as well. Sam Rockwell is always good value for me. Uh, loved him in Three Billboards and uh, another great role. Different role, completely different to his role in that film, but really good. Um, Kathy Bates plays Richard Jewell's mum. Again, someone else who you, you rarely see do a bad turn. She was excellent. Um, Olivia Wilde plays an awful journalist. Um, I haven't seen her in anything for a while. I mean, the last thing she was involved in that I was aware of was um, Booksmart, which was her directorial debut last year and uh, one of the, the better comedies I've seen in the last uh, few years. Uh, I think I recommended at the end of the year this, but if not, go and see that. Um, she's, she's good in this. Uh, yeah, that's all I can say really on that. Um, and John Hamm as well is the other person I recognise. I didn't recognise too much of the other cast. Um, John Hamm, honestly, like, I am not gay. <laughs> Which ties into the film. Um, but he's a handsome man. I mean, ever since I first started watching Mad Men, I thought, you are a hot man. I can see why people fall for you. Um, there's just something about him. I don't know what it is, but there's something about that guy. And um, I, again, someone who I don't really see have a bad turn in anything. Uh, yeah. So Richard Jewell, it's not, these kind of films don't set the box office alight anyway. They're kind of very Oscar baity. Um, helicopter not taking me home, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, if you want to go and see it, see, see, see it sooner rather than later because it's not going to be uh, around for long, it's definitely worth watching. So, is it worth seeing at the cinema? The thing with biopics, I find, is you don't gain a lot from seeing them at the cinema. It depends on what you go to the cinema for. If you are not paying a lot of money for your ticket and you just want to go and see a good film, then yes, absolutely. If you don't go to the cinema very often and you'd rather go and see a kind of spectacle of some kind, then this film is not going to be any more efficient on uh, a cinema screen than it is a home screen. So. For me, as somebody who, um, you know, has a pass and can go and see films at a whim, on a whim, then yeah, I completely recommend it and think it's well worth your time. Uh, paying top dollar, then wait for home release because uh, yeah. But as I said, it, it's definitely worth uh, watching and I know that it is one that my wife will enjoy. So we will watch that, um, you know, when it is uh, released on a, a streaming service or 
or whatnot. It's Warner Brothers, probably means it'll be on Amazon. There's a tip for you. But um, no, good film, really enjoyable. Um, I like a, a true story biopic, um, and it's uh, it's an interesting story. What more, more can you say? Uh, and again, if you um, didn't hear what I said before, uh, when they see us, well worth a watch on Netflix as well. So give that a go. Um, just before I wrap up, uh, TV news: The Good Place just ended after four seasons. Uh, it's a very hit and miss show when it hits it's great but there's an awful lot of filler in my opinion some of the episodes um so yeah it's uh but the most important thing is they landed the ending you know quite often that's not the case they uh game of thrones is a good example apparently i don't watch game of thrones but my wife said it was awful um, the ending that is uh, but for me they now the ending they did a good conclusion to it so that's uh, all on Netflix in the UK and most of the world I think Netflix had the rights to it so if you've never watched it give it a go uh, and bear with it it's it's worth sticking with even if uh, some of the episodes are a bit bloated but uh, there you go right I'm gonna end this episode now uh, thank you for for listening thank you for downloading why you do it god only knows but i appreciate you listening to my ramblings next film is probably going to be um birds of prey and the fabulous emancipation of the one harley quinn i think that's almost right i think i might have got it a little bit wrong but it's almost right uh and then apparently my dog wants to go and see sonic the hedgehog so it looks like I'm going to be going to see Sonic the Hedgehog. So <laughs> that's coming up. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. And until next time, I'll uh, speak to you soon. Thank you for coming to my uh, Nick Talk. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.